How's it going, son? <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's all right. Not bad. How are you doing? I'm good. Like, uh, like one of the things I've enjoyed uh about the podcast is like us constantly like, you know, uh, fiddling with the process. One of the things we've been doing lately is this uh, we've switched the video and audio system a little bit, so we're doing this clap thing, which I like. Right. Uh, and like I like to put a portion of video before the podcast starts talking on the youtube clip mm-hmm. um where like the music plays and um i realized we were clapping too soon because it's like a, one of the videos it just shows us clapping <laughs> before this episode starts and i just think it's silly fun it's just like it's one of those like uh behind the scene things that like i know people are watching they're like why are they clapping and they don't know <laughs> but in my it warms my heart to know that it's out there you know right like <laughs> i don't know it's so stupid but do you want to I enjoy like the yeah so like when uh you do like a podcast or like video in general uh you record the audio separately for like higher quality and in order to sync it you uh the people on the mic tend to clap uh in unison so that they can then match the better audio from the audio systems to the lesser quality audio from the direct cameras so i could sync it later right so I know that that's why we're doing this very logical thing. Mm-hmm. But for people watching the footage, it just looks like Shalay when I like to clap before we start talking. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think this is fun. <laughs> I've been getting better about editing it, editing it out because, like, the first time I was like, you know what? It just looks cute. Let's clap before the episode. Let's leave that up. Right. There, you know. <laughs> and then it, now it's starting to look like we have an issue, like we have a problem. <laughs> What are we going to do? It is what Mm-mm. it is. I, uh, yeah, I've, <laughs> I've been, uh, I've been a little mad at my kid's school. Cause, uh, Wednesdays, uh, when we record, they, uh, my son gets like a half a day kind of thing. Right. So like Wednesdays, he comes out at 1230 works out great. You okay. know, um, we record a little bit after that, um, two weeks in a row now, they've been kind of like, uh, real like flexible with their definition of 1230 right so like last week i went to pick them up at 1230 they were like hey uh we're doing state exams so we're giving the students as much time as they want so okay. i said cool i'm gonna go home i called up my mother-in-law she went to pick him up at 1 30 he was not done she had to leave my dad went back at the normal pickup time of 2 30 when uh he was finished and he left then so they were like yeah, we gave him as much time as he wanted because he wanted to work extra on his essay. I was like, yo, this is like uh, a state exam that like has no effect on my kid's grade. It's uh, it's an exam for y'all to show how good your teaching is doing. That's great. I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it don't affect my kid. So when I show up to pick up my kid at the agreed time, I just want to take my kid. Um you could have done the state exam the other four days when my kid is allowed to take as long as he wants mm-hmm. and still be done at a normal time if you wanted to do it that way. Mm-hmm. But, like, I showed up three different times to pick up this person. I feel like that's a little much. They were okay. like, cool, my bad. That's on us. I show up today, next week, 1230 pickup. Place is jammed up. Parents it is packed up. <laughs> Nowhere to park because so many people is waiting for their kids. Okay. I got my kid at 1258 for a 1230 pickup. Oh wow. So I'm like, yo, what happened? And they're like, oh, they was having lunch. I was like, it's half day. Why they need lunch? And if they're eating lunch, what lunch are they having? It takes 28 minutes to eat. 
you know, at the eight, in sixth grade. Don't you guys like give them peanut butter and jelly and like an apple? Like that don't take that long okay. to process. All right. You know, like, <laughs> like <laughs> why do you think you have out these, these Dickensian lunches? ways that you think they're treating your children? <laughs> So yeah, thirty minutes is about right for lunch. That's what they're allotted, and then you want to the heel off a piece of bread and just wishes here, wish that there was peanut butter on that. <laughs> so like, yo, because like my anger starts getting like real. So like my son get in the car and he was and like I'm like, yo, what happened? And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like. You got out at 12.58. You're supposed to get out at 12.30. He said, oh, they gave us lunch. Normally, mm-hmm. we don't do that on a half day. And I was like, and how long were you eating lunch for? Why, it took you 28 minutes to eat a sandwich? And now, like, I feel like my anger is displaced. Like, yeah. I'm yelling at him about, like, the chewing technique. Mm-hmm. You know? You're like, it shouldn't take you 28 minutes to eat that sandwich. Mm-hmm. You know, I see you eat sandwiches every day in my house. It don't take you 28 minutes because you're going right. back to your iPad. You're motivated, okay? Mm-hmm. I got stuff to do. I can't be waiting over here 28 minutes for you to eat the sandwich. Mm-hmm. On top of that, I saw plenty of kids who eat slower than you, but they acknowledge it and they left with their tray, whole tray outside in their parents' right. car uh-huh. on time. Why right. did you stay inside to eat the sandwich? He said, oh, I don't like eating in the car. You know, so I had to wait 28 minutes for my son to process the sandwich. And I'm like, all right, so like, why would you guys get lunch today for the first time? On a Wednesday in March, like we we've had a system since September twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. Supposed to come out, and he's like, "Oh, they were like real adamant that everybody get lunches today." So I don't know if something happened in the school system where they like supposed to get lunches, uh-huh. but like they just implemented that rule today, mm-hmm. where like half day ends after lunch instead of before lunch, and it threw off my schedule. So like, okay. I'm like trying to like calm myself down before sending like a overly aggressive lunch related email later. Yeah, well, you, know? you um yeah, you should calm yourself down because yeah. um <laughs> there are probably kids who only eat at school. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking of. The right. only food they get is the food at school. So, they probably <sighs> someone probably brought that to their attention like, okay, so now you got kids they're missing out on a meal on a yeah. meal because you want to get them out of there. So, there's that. Second, there's no way in hell that you can expect your child to think things through the way you are because you got to go. Your child don't give a fuck yeah. that you got shit to do. <laughs> he At has all, shit yo. to do too. And that is hang out with his friends while he can in their, in their allotted time. So it's not just that he doesn't want to eat in the car. Although that is a great reason because you can't fight back at that because that's your car, which you probably have been yeah. trying to keep clean. So he knows what he's doing. Don't worry. I'll tell him I don't want to eat in the car. Anyway, it's your turn or <laughs> whatever game they're playing. <laughs> you know. So please believe that's how his brain's working because he is your kid. So he knows that that's what the game needs to be in order to not mm-hmm. keep you upset. But otherwise, he's in there chilling. Also, 30 minutes is not... They probably should have told you we are now... They will now leave after lunch instead of right. before. So add that time in. They certainly should have let you know that that's what is happening. But that doesn't... They're not going to give them lunch at like... <laughs> although some places get lunch at like 11.30 or whatever. Like, they're not going to do that. That's insane. That's too early. So, yeah, just... You know, now you know, but yeah, no, 
they're not going to also yeah. lunch is not just going to be a, a a jelly sandwich and and that, like that's not what they're going to do yeah I, i'm trying I, <laughs> I i think that's it i i, I wish i was just told because like i like I, mm-hmm. I i like I didn't process my thinking yet when I told Gabby about it, and it just sounded like I was mad about them eating. Right. Like, <laughs> I like these kids, is, you know, they eating sandwiches on my time. <laughs> the goddamn apples and tangerines, we got that at home. <laughs> right, right. And none of that is valid. I feel you. But, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I guess that's the art. I got to I gotta reword that because I, I definitely know, like, she was like, none of this that makes sense, guys. So don't call me at work. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, yo, why are we I'm out here waiting for this kid to finish eating. Right. Yo, yeah, that okay, that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should have gotten told is all I'm asking for. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you definitely yeah. have a case in that they should have informed everyone of that switch. Um yeah. but uh they are certainly walking a wild tightrope and have been for a minute and who knows when this new when they probably were literally told like that morning like hey we got to make them eat they got to eat lunch now and it's like what you know like i don't have time to let anyone know are you gonna call parent like what does this mean and they're like i don't know it just changed you know like everything is just changing on just on whims so it's hard to keep up um so yeah, yeah that's fair I- so and also what i think you should do is implement a 20 to 30 minute grace period when it comes to kids i give when i am waiting on a friend i give them 15 minutes yeah and then if it's someone that i am like yeah they don't have a history of doing this something must be wrong I'll maybe give them 20, but you're not going to get more than 20 minutes of me waiting on you. But usually it's like 15 before I'm like, yeah, I got to keep it moving. So, but, and that's for a grown person. So you may have to just build, like build in, into your time or your sketch, like, like, okay, anything's possible with a child. You know what I mean? Like, they could. No, you got to. You got to. You probably left people hanging all the time because you think, well, let me just run in here and take a shit right quick. Because you're 12 and you're not like, (laughs) you know how that's going to mess up a a closely wound schedule because they got to take a shit. First, they got to find the bathroom they like, and then they got to find the stall that they like, and then they got to wait for everybody to leave, and then they got to, you know what I mean? Like, it's a process that will, for sure, take 20 minutes because they're a kid, and they don't know how to move like adults yet. So, you can't. I guess it's because, like, I feel like we we move past that. Mm -mm. Like, they, like, they getting old enough now where, like, they could do, like, like this weekend, we had my uh, my niece and nephew over. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, we do this like once a month. They're great kids. Uh, my uh, my nephew is uh, six, and my niece is gonna turn one. So it's like a real baby, mm-hmm. and like it's a reminder of like, oh, we've moved, we've moved up. Like we don't got to do this shit. <laughs> yeah, because you know? like they're they're adorable, but they're like slow as fuck. Like I, uh, <laughs> I, I went, yo, <laughs> I went to pick up, my, <laughs> I went to pick them up the other, <laughs> on Friday, and like. <laughs> 
I went to pick him up on Friday and like, you know, I'm at I'm at the crib, you know, my boy was going away for his birthday. So like him and his wife was, you know, we was babysitting. Mm-hmm. The, so like I'm I'm taking them to the car. I got I got the the eleven month old in my hand. Right. I'm holding her her car seat with the other hand. Mm-hmm. So I'm trusting the six year old. You know, we walk into the car and I'm like, yo, you can get in the car. He like, yeah, I'm good. So I go to the other I open the door for him. I put the car seat down, open the door for him. I go around the car, open the other side. I put the car seat in. Mm-hmm. I put the baby. I buckle mm-hmm. the baby. I buckle the car seat that I'm not familiar with. Mm-hmm. I, I relearned how to buckle car seats. Right. Did all that shit. This kid is still climbing on the other side into the yes. car. Right. I go around and I'm like, you got this? He's like, I got this, Uncle G. You know, but he don't got it. He was slow as shit. Like, he had like two <laughs> knees on the floor. Right. Like, it was crazy. I'm like, yo, my man, like, what you doing here? And then, like, finally, like, I just picked him up and, like, I put him in. And he's like, oh, you going to help me, Uncle G? I was like, I'm going to help myself. Like, I can't <laughs> Okay. Look, <laughs> that's the word. First of all. It's forever. <laughs> First like, of all, he's six. So yeah. Secondly, you talk like your child, like you went over a hump and now your kid is out here filing taxes. The boy is what? Eleven? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's not. He's not. He's not a grown up. You want grown up moves out of an eleven year old. No. Oh, yeah. You raised them better. First off, you raised them better to be than to be moving like a grown up at eleven. Any eleven year old that moves like a grown up has been through trauma. Do you hear me? No, nah, that's fair. So yeah, that's <laughs> you raise him better. He needs to be still a little <laughs> slow and goofy because he's around a family that loves him and protects him. Any eleven year old that's out here able to fucking use a credit card and bag groceries and on the phone and like keep an eye on kids is doing too much and the parents are never there so be happy that your kid is still moving like a kid at 11 so <laughs> yo cause, and that's the other shit like he does like so I'm trying to like teach them the walk home thing right like my daughter's yes. crushing it she's doing well mm-hmm. right so like he asks me hey can I walk home Cause he's, they're the same height, you know, but he's definitely younger mm-hmm. and maturity wise. I have to acknowledge that he, while mature for his age is noticeably not as mature as her, which is fine. Right. She, he is younger. I'm okay with mm-hmm. that. But like, he'll ask me, Hey, can I walk home? And I'm like, no, you can't, even though his school is closer mm-hmm. and I know he knows the direction, but the reason I can't is cause he does like goofy shit. <laughs> Every day that like I know for a fact you're not mature enough to be outside. Okay, so, like, right? Because like, you you Yo, there was a trial run and then you were like he's be, he's still being goofy and yeah. shit. So yeah, he's still okay. being wild. So like literally in the same convo last week, he asked me after I told uh, my daughter she could walk home. He was like, "Hey, can I walk home?" And I was like, "No, you can't." Like you know, I still don't think you're ready for that. And we get to the house, I give him the keys, and I've been getting him in the habit of opening the the gate to where to the yard where we park mm-hmm. um it's super heavy so he takes pride that he could finally move it right. um so he goes and does it he can't close it because it's a weird balance of like you have to get enough momentum yeah to get okay. it to the end and then mm-hmm. when he gets enough momentum it takes so much of his strength that he then can't control it 
Right. So when he gets to the other end, it bounces back. It's just, yeah. yeah. Okay. So he can't mm-hmm. get either end of it. He doesn't have the strength to control the gate. So like, but he's learning. So he opens this gate and like, I'm in a car. I'm going to back into the, the yard, mm-hmm. but I'm also half in the middle of a street. Like I'm, right. in, I'm yeah. trying to back into a yard and it's a busy street. Mm-hmm. So he opens the gate and every time shot, every time it's been a month of him opening the gate. Mm-hmm. Every time he opens the gate before moving out the way, he does uh that tick the 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 TikTok <laughs> dance. <laughs> I'm like the Fortnite shit. He does the whole Fortnite dance every fucking time, shot. <laughs> like he has to celebrate that he moved the gate. And I'm like, yo, my man, like I'm in a I'm trying not to die right now, homie. <laughs> like I need you to move. <laughs> And like (laughs) the first like three, four times he did it, like I was like, oh, that's cute. I'm happy you did that. Mm -hmm. But like I'm getting mad and like I'm in the car. So like my windows is up. I'm seeing this bullshit from the little reverse mirror. (laughs) Right. You know how heated that shit is? Like you watching this dude shimmy fucking (laughs) you know, like yo, get get the fuck out the way. I gotta park me. He like dancing. So, like, it took a, a week of me having to lower the window, say, yo, get the fuck out the way, B. I'm trying to park. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then as soon as he gets out the way and I'm parking, he's continuing to dance. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, like, you got to close the gate now. And, like, I had to, like, re-remind him every day for a month. Right. That, like, this is there's two steps to this. Open right. the gate, don't dance. I don't, I'm mad that I have to add a third step. <laughs> Open the gate, don't dance. Right. Or like oh. a one B. And then when I when I park, <laughs> close the gate. Don't start dancing again. Like it's not done. We're still <laughs> visible to the world. We're public. <laughs> now you want to dance? Dance after gate is closed. Knock yourself out. You know what okay. I mean? I will stop you. So now that you've explained all of that to me, do you understand why it still took him 28 minutes to eat a fucking sandwich? Do you see why you know this is the case? You've got oh, man. You, you've got like the dancing baby helping you get your car parked. There's no way he's not going to be 20 to 30 minutes after whatever it, it, the time is. Know that going in until he, you can get the sense from him that he realizes what is going on. But right now he's still in goofy kid brain. That shit is. Yeah, it's different. It's, and it's annoying. And he's going to be like that for like at least another two years. But. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. The middle school years is tough. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it's real. Like, yo, like they're it's they're the I, worst. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's this is the other thing that's irked me a little bit with the situation. Like he walks one block right now, right? Like the mm-hmm. the block that he's on that his school is on, um, it's really difficult to park in because there's a mechanic shop and uh like an industrial building across the street that um were there prior to the school. So they take up a lot of space. Right. So what we have done is since um, my daughter gets out earlier, I've normally picked her up. I park uh, on the same street, but uh, about two blocks down. I let her walk to get him. Okay. And so he essentially has to walk two blocks to my car, but I see him the whole way there. Right. 
Um, he, on a regular basis, runs away from her. <laughs> as if we're not going to the same destination. Like, he just has to run mm-hmm. every single time. And mm-hmm. I'm not even mad at that. Run, run your heart out, my G. Like, it's mm-hmm. good cardio. Knock yourself out. But I, I swear, every single time he's run, he gets into my car. And the first thing I notice on all of these runs mm-hmm. is that his book bag was completely unzipped. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, dude, like, <laughs> you like ran up and down this whole block. You don't think you dropped anything out? He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, your book bag's open. He's like, how did that happen? I was like, I don't know, B, but there's only one step to like closing the book bag. You zip it. Right. And you do it in the building. So like, did you skip that part? Like you put on your coat, put your books in the bag and said, that's enough. Like, are you not looking at your book bag when you mm-hmm. are loading the book bag? Like, I feel right. like that's kind of the cool part of book bags that like when they're open, it's visible <laughs> when you're, when you're loading it, like, <laughs> you know, like you can't put the books through the zipper. You have to open it right. to put the books in. Uh huh. So I know the book bag was open when you were loading it at mm-hmm. the end of the day, you saw it. So now when you're done loading it, you are still looking down. Right. And you see it's open. Mm-hmm. Why do you then just put it on? You skip that step. Like, I don't know what happens. And, and like, he, he started getting frustrated with himself because he knew, he said, oh, shit. I, he, even he acknowledged, like, I should be zipping up my bag. Like, <laughs> you know? So, like, he was like, shit, you're right. You know? So, like, but every time that, like, I made, like, anytime I looked into the back seat when I picked him up, it mm-hmm. was always open. And he, he has no excuse for it, like, at this point. But, like, it just, it boggles my mind. I'm like, what, what, what's the, what's happening in the room when you're getting ready where, like, you are putting stuff in your bag? No, see, here's the thing. Again, you are applying an adult logic to a child brain. He's never going to understand that. Do you understand? He's never going to, he's just going to be like, oh, yeah, I should close it. He's, I don't think he's going to be that dude forever. But I think that he is just <laughs> like until something drastic happens, he's just he's in that goofy child transitional child mode. Do you know what I mean? And you probably yeah. are are you can't think about it because it's been so long since you've been in that brain and so much has happened that you can't even understand how that how your brain would do that. But I guarantee you, I gar- talk to your mom and ask her if you were a goofy kid. Talk to your dad. <laughs> I mean, I feel like your dad will just say, yeah, without you even getting into specifics. But I feel yeah, like no. your, mo- your mom will, will listen to what, the, what you're putting forth. Yeah. And then we'll have but a... I think some goofy now. Yeah, like, exactly. So like, that's why me. I think you should talk to your mom about it. And she may actually have a little more of a detailed, a little more of a nuanced way of, <laughs> of discussing it without just immediately going, yeah, you goofy, you goofy now. So, um... <laughs> But yeah, like I, it, it, that's just going to be his brain right now, and next year, and part All of right. the year after. Until, <laughs> it, yeah, it, it, he's just going to be a goofball. He's going to oh be a goofball. God. That's why I said he's going to derail your whole day by having to take a shit. 
That's why I said that. <laughs> because that's his brain is just like, huh? What? Where? Who? What? What's that? That's shiny. That's where he is right now. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Yeah, fine. Just, you gotta yeah, I'm sorry. You just gotta be patient. But yeah, no, he's definitely at the age when he's uh, uh the worst. Right now, <laughs> yeah, it is special, Sean. but don't. But so, just know he's not an adult yet, and neither is a six-year-old who tells you he's got it. You know damn well that kid could. <laughs> your car's big as hell. There's no six-year-old that can climb into a pathfinder. Get out Yo, of here! Shouts to Quinn, man. That's my dude, man. He's, <laughs> I love that kid. He's an awesome dude. But man, he had hope. He was like, "I got this, Uncle G." I said, "Cool," and yeah. I did a hell of a lot with his sister. And yeah, when I came back. He was still down there. I was like, "Yo, my man, he I can't wait." To to, he was going to try, wasn't he? Though he really was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do believe he would have gotten in. It's just I didn't have the half hour uh, yeah. to wait for I this process. It, yeah. So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I can't do this, B. All right. I mean, we've been further. I'm happy. You know, I uh, yeah. I took him. Uh, I took him and uh, my son uh, to see uh, Aladdin, and. Uh, we uh we had a good time and it reminded mm-hmm. me of how f- I, I will say it reminded me of how far me and Aiden are because mm-hmm. I don't have like you know little kid stuff right so uh I left Aiden with uh, his sister um while I took uh, Quinn to the to the bathroom mm-hmm. and a it took forever because this dude don't cut through shit like he don't understand. Like you yeah, know, he doesn't know how. Yes, he's not an adult. He doesn't know how to yeah. wiggle around, go wiggle, in between people's legs. Me. No, he doesn't know how to walk yo. through the city yet. No, I was like, <laughs> yo, my man, like this intermission. We got ten minutes. All right, you gotta like <laughs> fucking act with yo. There's no sense of urgency, my G. Okay, I right. need some of that. But whatever. We get to the bathroom. I do this line. I'm pulling him. Like it, it was. It bothered me because like he asked me. He was like, Uncle G, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm like, this right. is your problem. I didn't got to right. go. I'm fine. I don't got to go. I'm fine walking with you peed on yourself. They got no issues with me. I would tell people, yo, he's six. He peed on himself. I'm completely fine with it. But oh you told God. me you got to pee. So I'm trying to get you to the bathroom. Why you not acting like we rushing? Right. But we get to the bathroom and we, we go to the urinals. He doesn't want to go to a stall because I got to leave him alone. Right. Right. So, you do? Well, I told him, I said, you want me to go inside? He doesn't want that either. He wanted, like, privacy, but okay. then he got scared. So gotcha. I took him to okay. a store where, and, and that, that took longer, too, because I had to wait till two stores were open next to each other. Right. So we get to the two stores. He goes into the store, and I'm looking next to him, and I was like, okay, he going to pee, so I can pee. He got mm-hmm. this. He, he can handle that. And this dude just dropped his whole pants. Yeah, he's a like, child. His ass was out. Yeah. And this is at the urinal? Like, yeah. Okay. Like we yeah. outside, like people seeing his ass. And <laughs> I'm like, yo, like now I can't pee because I gotta protect this kid, his ass situation. He's just <laughs> out here peeing. And I'm like, yo, Quinn, and and like I can't reprimand it on it because we already in it. Like now I just need him to finish. Right. You know, so I'm like, I and like uh, my instinct was like, yo, what you doing? But like I had to cut it off because I was like, all right, just finish peeing and like cover your ass. And then right. I had a rush pee. Cause I gotta mm-hmm. pee fast enough where like I'm done peeing before he's done buckling. Sure. And then we get back, and then like we gotta rush back to the show. And I'm like, yo, like I don't know what I'm supposed to address this because kids, you know, they like puppies. Like if you don't right. say it in like the five minutes, it's it's, it's, never, it's, it's yeah. mm-hmm. They don't never remember. 
So like I'm telling his his like his mom later, I'm like, yo, like you know, like he just drops his whole pants when he pees. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I never thought it. I'm like, no, you, I'm like, I understand because like, you know, you don't have to worry about like unzipping the zipper at the urinal. That's not a woman thing. But right. uh, he does that. Like he just drops the whole trap, mm-hmm. you know, and like we was with like 50 people in his bathroom. So like, like <laughs> a good portion of New York saw his ass today. Right. You know? Not and a I good portion. <laughs> not a good portion. <laughs> also, keep in mind that when she's got him, he's going into a lady's room. Right. And that's what I was explaining to her. I was like, yo, like, I'm sure this isn't a problem because you're taking him to a stall. But like mm-hmm. he's in the urinal in the in the men's room. And that's why I made it a point because I was like, he's going to school. Like he's in pre-K now. Yeah. Like, he's in kindergarten now. So like he's doing that in a school bathroom. Yeah. But yeah. also all of the young men are doing that. It's <laughs> kid uh, my understanding is little boys just drop it to the bottom and then pee and then they and that is uh, yeah that's something that has to be <laughs> worked on <laughs> he's not he's not the only one is what i'm saying okay that is a common that is con- and i only learned that honestly through comedy i remember seeing someone tell a joke about dropping their you know peeing like a little kid dropping their pants all the way to their ankles and Every dude in there laughed. And I asked a friend, I was just like, is that something that happens as you are learning? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, all right. Really? Yeah. yeah I never did that. I feel like my I, pops is like, nah, you don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, perhaps. But I also think you've blocked a lot of your childlike brain. I think you yeah. worked very hard to be an adult that you have forgotten the childlike things that you used to do. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it. Because you're very proud of being able to be an adult and handle shit and blah, blah, blah. And I, I guarantee you, there's no way that you can do that while skipping over the childlike things. <laughs> you're not born already with a sense of knowing. You got to be an idiot. You got to be a child idiot. And so you absolutely were. Hi. <laughs> And your and your pops won't tell you about it, but your mom will. But yeah, as you yeah, check in with her. Check your mom. Check in we gonna have mom. a real talk. We gonna have a real yeah. talk. Let's get like, let's get into news. I'm sorry, like, but oh, this really sure. irked me. But yeah, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> U.S. Uh, uh, U.S. recession is coming in late 2023, according to uh, Deutsche Bank. That's right. Uh, oh, Deutsche Bank great. is forecasting that the U.S. will see a recession in late 2023 with the financial institution now being reported as the first major bank to make such a prediction. Uh, Deutsche Bank economists uh, said this week that they can no longer see the Federal Reserve achieving a soft landing. Uh, The economists in question instead expect the recession to be spurred by a more aggressive tightening of monetary policy. While a stated uncertainty remains an integral aspect of the months and years ahead, Deutsche Bank's is for now anticipating that an economic downturn in the late uh, last part of the 2023 year, uh, the last quarter, and the first quarter of 2024 will not be on the same level as the most uh, recent recession examples. Yeah, I mean, duh. I mean, aren't we already? <laughs> Maybe I don't know how recession oh, worked, but I, yeah, I thought we were already in the beginnings. I feel like yeah, it's nice of Deutsche Bank to go ahead and like uh, give us a something of a timeline. But those of us that are on on the ground, those of us with our ear to the streets, literally because we've fallen. <laughs> we already know. We know this. <laughs> Anyone who's trying yeah. to to rent anything right now already knows this. 
Yeah, yeah, it's been out there. Like I, I, uh, I have a sneaking suspicion this, uh, this four dollar gas is here to stay. You know, like, yeah, stuff like that is just part of it. Yeah, we gotta get used to it. You know, it's the future. Mm, it sucks. I don't like it. Is what it. it is. I don't like it at all. <laughs> Me either. One of the few people that's recession proof, though. Rihanna makes her <laughs> debut on Forbes annual billionaires list. That's right. Riri has joined Forbes' annual billionaires list for the first time in her career. Uh, the 34-year-old uh, multi-hyphenate officially reached billionaire status back in 2021 with an estimated net worth of $1.7 billion. Uh, Forbes' uh, Madeline Berg attributed Rihanna's wealth not to her music outputs, but to her wildly successful ventures in fashion and beauty. Uh, according to publication's recent report, Riri's stake in her uh, Fenty Beauty, uh, the fastest-growing cosmetic line, makes up the majority of her uh, wealth. The company, which she co-owns with the uh, luxury conglomerate LVMH, uh, reportedly uh, racked uh, in more than $550 million in revenue in 2020. She also has a 30% stake in her Savage Fenty lingerie line, uh, which raised uh, approximately $115 million in Series B funding at, at a $1 billion valuation in early 2021. Oh, good for her. I mean... Racks on racks on racks. I guess I don't. I I don't necessarily care for her lingerie line. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's just not for me. I'm not anti lingerie. Just not that lingerie. And um, uh, <laughs> but I like her makeup. I I've, I've certainly bought more of her makeup than I have any of her albums <laughs> or songs <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't think I've Rock gotten on. yeah any of her. I don't know that anti album. I know every, all of you want. Heard of bring music, do a new album. When the album dropping, sis, you about to have a kid. She don't care about y'all anyway. But yeah, she left it on a high note. Like Auntie is what a, a phenomenal record. Just play that over and over. Go back in time. Remember when she was doing whatever she was doing, house music or whatever. Like she gave us enough. There was a time when Rihanna was turning out albums like literally every ten months. Like the, yeah, the almost, over, she was really pumping them out. So let her rest. And if she wants to give us makeup and cheap lingerie, so be it. I ain't mad. Yeah. You spoiled. Yeah. It's eight of them. Yeah. Eight albums. Like, and that's, and that's look funny. at the release dates on those. It's just year, yeah. year, year. Like, yeah, she's, they had her humping in the beginning. Let her rest. <laughs> <laughs> she shouldn't have to do anything. For real, yeah. She's the first person to have a baby, so she could like take a break. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing this again. Go on, get me pregnant now. <laughs> I am Slow not this going shit down. I am not doing another concert. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I ain't getting me again with this bullshit. <laughs> yo, that's just wow, yo. The first seven in particular. I'm looking at the dates now. 05, yeah. 06, 07, 09, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. She had one year off, yo. And I don't think but, that was necessarily a year off. I think that was just. Yeah, she might have been working. Yeah. yeah. She was oh, everywhere. Yeah, she was everywhere. So, like, if she wants to stop, that's fine. That's a lot of that's a lot more records than uh, we get from uh, some people. More than the Beatles. More than the Beatles. Word up. Good, good that, on her. Make that, that money. Yeah, that run was longer than the Beatles' run. So, yeah, she yeah, she take fine. All the time you need. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Look at that. I, I aspire to 
have a lingerie line, you okay. know, and make that money like that. It's gonna be great. <laughs> she actually does make stuff for men. Oh like, yeah, I'm gonna be out there. Yeah, I mean they're in your size. It's very that's size exclusive. Uh, I don't know how you feel about silky boxers, but they're that's what she seems to make. <laughs> I, I enjoy them, um, but they're not practical. No, you know? none like of it's I, practical. Is lingerie? Yeah, right. You can't. It's not for moving. You can't boxes. wear them out. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I tried it. At, at, I went to work at UPS. This was crazy. Uh, slipping Mm-mm. inside of like my clothes. It's not yeah, comfortable. It's not at it's all. Not comfy. Mm-mm. Like at lunchtime, like when we had a break, I was like sliding in the chair, but my my pants was in the same place. It was right. weird. Like, yeah, you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's not for everyone. It's yeah, not for everyone. You can't every wear slip boxes and like Carhartt pants. This shit don't no. it don't match at all. <laughs> that sounds like it's gonna make a fire or at least some sort of smoke situation. <laughs> oh man. Uh in enraged monkeys in India have thrown hundreds of dogs from tall buildings and trees in terrifying revenge killings. That's right. After a pack of wild dogs in Indian in, in the Indian state of uh, Maharashtra allegedly killed the baby monkey in November, the primates have taken revenge by purging an entire town of its dogs. If the figures are accurate, the phrase "monkey see, monkey do" has never been more disturbing. That's funny. I've <laughs> 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 seen wild dogs kill a baby monkey in November. A group of primates in the Indian state of uh, Mahasad has uh, launched a series of revenge killings and has reportedly killed 250 dogs by throwing them off the of buildings and treetops. This uh, is according to so the Daily Mail. gangster. Yo, this is wow. Uh, these encounters have mainly uh, befallen the town of Lavul, um and nearby villages in the uh, B district. Residents claim that these rampaging monkeys showed no hesitation in <laughs> snatching up dogs as soon as they saw them. With only 5,000 people and 300 miles from um, Mumbai, uh, Lavul was left to fend for itself until uh, Forest Department officials arrived to help on Saturday. Uh, according to the New York Post, uh, villagers captured footage of these canine abductions and tried to keep their dogs safe while monkeys have begun targeting children walking to school. Uh, okay. Yo, this is real. Yeah, so <laughs> what I am picking up here is don't fuck with monkeys. At all, yo, they yo. got memories. Yeah, they got memories. Yo, that is wild. That they're just like, oh, okay, so you're going to protect the dogs? How about your children? We'll just, Real talk. how about we just throw your children over a building? Yo, the, yo. What blows my mind about this is this. This means that the monkeys talk. Oh yeah, they not talk. every monkey saw it. Like you know, what I'm saying like oh, it's yeah. not like. It's not like this one monkey is throwing 250 dogs. Right. No. They said uh-uh. the monkeys are doing it. So yeah, like, they had a meeting. Yeah. It was like, yo, you heard? Yo, <laughs> what? You for real, my G? Yo. Oh, all right. We got this. Okay. We're going to start chucking these people. We got to wow. start with the dogs first. Let them see if they get the message. You know? <laughs> well, the okay. dog, you know, this dog killed one of us. So we got to kill all of them. It's yeah. Wow. I mean, Respect. I tell you what, this is a story that Pixar will not touch. But <laughs> if they did, I do. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like some sort of crime, yeah. a Pixar crime drama or something. I mean, like, 
just a war movie, but Pixar style. That's the only way you're going to get me to watch any type of movie that would cover this type of thing is if it's like Pixar or DreamWorks or some shit like that. And I know that sounds very um, cold and dark, but here we are. This is very, I feel like this would be more like uh like uh Halloween and Christmas. Like what's that dude? Who? The, um Wes Craven or something? Like I, I forget the guy that makes like those like uh those anim the those animated movies that like look a little funky. Wait, you mean like They're like the nightmare before Christmas, I think. Oh, the movie? like a, um oh gosh, I just had his name too. I know who you're talking about. I almost said I almost said Tim, Tim Burton. Dillon. Tim Burton. I almost said Tim yeah. Dillon and I was like that's not right at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think he can make this movie. Yeah, but he'll be wanting to put like a musical number in there and I want it. I mean, I think you got to go darker. <laughs> like he can get the vibe right, but yeah. I don't know if he's going to He's going to put like a happy spin. Well, honestly, you really do need to put a happy spin on this. You need this to on this shit. This don't end well for nobody. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is a dark fucking story. But um, yo, this some yo. Let me find out like the the freaking monkeys read like Macbeth or some shit. It's some real like Shakespearean <laughs> yeah, shit, this yo. Is, for real. Yeah, this is definitely like. I mean, I don't know who, what director could really tackle this and give this the weight. That it needs. It's a podcast at the very least. I want like someone investigating, like interviewing yeah, the monkeys. Yeah, but yeah, what monkey is gonna? Any monkey that decides to talk to someone about their plan has is now a turncoat and has to be in like witness. Yeah, it has to be on witness relocation. <laughs> Yo, you can't go back sex? to the. Yeah, you're a snitch. You can't go back to the village after you done <laughs> talk to. Yo, what if? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yo, Sha, what if zoos are monkey witsec? What if what? Like like a zoo is like an animal witsec. Because the animals don't go see the animals. You okay. know? So like if you're in a zoo, you're protected from your community. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like if you committed a if you like witnessed a crime in like the jungle and you snitch on the other animals. The 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 government is like, yo, we got to take this animal to animal witsec. Animal Witsec is the zoo for regular people, but that's where they go to send the animals that are witnessing so the crime. So we've just been going and looking at a bunch of criminal animals? Yeah, or, or uh, snitches. Snitches. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm telling you. Because that's how they make their living. You, you're not qualified to do regular work because <laughs> you're going to get recognized by another animal. You got to go into this enclosed community. Oh my safe. god, you know what? That's literally the only way I'm gonna look at zoos from now on. That no, makes perfect sense. Yeah. This is it. Now we got a story. Now we got a Hell movie. Yeah. Come on, Star. Look at what we're building here. This is it right <laughs> here, yo. <laughs> oh what? man. Oh god, I love that theory. Absolutely. <laughs> oh man. Pilot coming soon, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, uh U-Haul. With $250,000 worth of Yeezy shoes was stolen. That's right. Uh, in Portland, Oregon, a 26-year-old man was arrested after police found a stolen U-Haul with a quarter million dollars worth of new Adidas shoes. Uh, the U-Haul was stolen sometime on Saturday night, the Portland Police Bureau tweeted. Uh, inside the truck were 1,100 pairs of Yeezys, 
The Kanye West Design Adidas sneakers are priced from $200 for the cheapest model to $585 for their most expensive ones, according to sneakernews.com. Uh, Rupert mm-hmm. Cruz was arrested and uh, Rupert Cross, pardon me, was arrested and taken to uh, Mount Namath County Jail on charges <laughs> of aggravated no. theft. I think that did I get that wrong? Multnoma. Mo- Mo- I'm trying. Mo-noma. Yeah, Multnoma. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I said, but it wasn't it. No, that wasn't. I wasn't it. close. But that's okay. You, know, you don't have to. We trying here, baby. You yeah, know I, know. I, mean? I think I got the right letters, but yeah, they you weren't did. in the this right in order. A different order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. man, he was in that jail, charged mm-hmm. for the theft and possession of the stolen vehicle. You know what I mean? He out right. had quarter million dollars in kicks. That's um. <laughs> Wasn't it in Portland where uh that young man had a whole warehouse of shoes that he was selling on the secondary market? Yeah, he, they did a whole special on him, and then it turned out that his mom was like a vice president at Nike. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Portland is uh where they got like the the big Nike store, and they like, have an uh, Adidas warehouse, and they have an Adidas yeah. like. Um, warehouse as well. Like I think Adidas campus is there as well. Um, yeah. Yikes! <laughs> I mean, I guess the people a- are just like, I don't know. Are these are are Yeezys? Are do, do those also count the um weird like um like they look like dinosaur feet, but they're like Crocs? You know what I mean? The weird like yeah. rubbery shoe. Are those also considered Yeezys? I believe so. I'm admittedly not a huge Yeezy head. Yeah. Um, I feel like they all look ugly to me. Um, yes, they, they do. Oh, oh no, those are um, the Yeezy slide. Okay. I'm trying to look up ugly. Maybe if I look up ugly Yeezy shoe. <laughs> ugly Yeezys. Okay. Yeah, like was there was like an initial one that, yeah, like I, I, oh, I've never foam? been a fan of them. No, I was going to say the oh, foam yeah, runners. These. Yeah, these are all. Mm. You know what? I saw them out in the wild, though. I've seen them on a foot, and I'm not sure that they worked. But the confidence of the person wearing them was really the. <laughs> you know what I mean? They were just like, "Yeah, I'm in these," and I'm like, "I mean, I guess you're in them, but yeah, if you don't and have if... that kind of confidence, it's not going to work." <laughs> Sincerely. I, yeah, I, I I can't do this. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> sneakers, like, I, I don't know, like, most of my footwear is, like, designed for me to, like, either, like, end the argument or, like, mm-hmm. get away from a problem. Right. And, like, these do the least of both. Like, if I got to stomp you out, I don't want, like, padding on the outside of the shoe. Yeah. You know, I don't want it to be comfortable to the person I'm kicking. Mm-hmm. And then they also feel like these are the these are the shoes that like put the least thought into how you run in them. Yeah. Like it's just weird. Like I've I've every single time I see a pair of Yeezys, it's like, oh, like you designed a sneaker that does not serve the no, yeah. purpose of sneakers. It is only for standing and looking yeah. cool. It's not for like movement. <laughs> and so at all. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yo, you can get I mean, don't have Yeezys and a chain because you can't run. (laughs) (laughs) Just weighing yourself down. Yeah, don't do that. Like, it's not going to (laughs) work out for you. Whatever you have, like, be light 
on you, don't have a lot of stuff on you because you're not going to be able to run when someone gets to chasing you. So either just hand it <laughs> over or switch your shoe. Yeah. Like to me, Yeezys is like the equivalent of telling everybody that like your father said when you go to a dangerous neighborhood, have like $50 on you to give the criminal. And <laughs> right. you're just showing them you got the $50. Here they are. Like, yeah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> yeah. I can't get away, you know? Um, so, yeah, yeah, I can't. I'm good you. for it. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right to target me. Here you go, sir. <laughs> I can't. It's not for me, man. I, I can't do it. Good luck to you guys out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that they've come up missing for you, but think of how much faster you're going to be able to move. <laughs> I feel like it, it leads to a never-ending robbery because, like, they take mm. it from you, but now you're faster. And now you get right. back and you just right. keep going back So now you're just running back and forth <laughs> in front of the gas station and people are like, what the hell is going on there? Oh, man. Look at that. We just created an Olympic sport today, baby. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we do it all on this podcast, baby. Oh, if you goodness. would like for Shalay and I to be gold medal Yeezy Steelers, you know what I mean? <laughs> gold medal Yeezy Steelers. <laughs> All you got to do is like, subscribe to the show, baby. You know what I mean? If you are Apple or Spotify listener, we appreciate your ratings. Four stars. You only think we're going to steal it three, four times. No. <laughs> we will not tire. Hours. Hours. <laughs> Hours, baby. Mm-hmm. Five stars. You understand. We going for the gold. Okay? <laughs> yeah, you will steal it back when we put them back on, but we going to come back for that. Okay? Right. Mm-hmm. Infinite snatchbacks is what we do. Low key, we got great endurance. Okay? <laughs> and if somebody does beat me, I got 250 monkeys coming for that ass. Oh, okay? no. Not the monkeys. Out here. Gang, <laughs> anything, gang. Okay? Anything but the monkeys. <laughs> if you have any articles you want us to cover, please DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram at Silky Jumbo at Gastronomonte. Uh, shout out to the homie Aaron Anderson uh, for sharing uh, these articles. As always, really appreciate you, homie. Um, with all that said, my name is Gastronomonte. Legendary Yeezy Stiller. <laughs> Always with the homie Chalet with Sharp. Legendary Yeezy Stiller. I don't know and if it's a legend. Star. I don't know if it's a legend, but. <laughs> Incredibly fast runner, but only when the Yeezys are in her hands, ironically, not on her feet. Okay? <laughs> it's been a bonus episode of The War Report. Catch y'all next time. Peace. Catch y'all next week. Peace.